back to Country Conversations. My name is Joey, and as always, I am joined by... Hey man, it's Chris over here. What's going on tonight, Joey? Man, not much. Just been hanging out, uh, getting in the holiday spirit, man. What about you? Absolutely. We just uh, we just got back from the Smoky Mountains this past uh, weekend. We were down there, and it was a it was a madhouse. And uh, definitely glad to be <laughs> definitely glad to be home. As you know, I love the Smokies. You love the Smokies, but it was a packed house down there. Oh, I bet. Yeah, man. That's what you're telling me. We were uh, I, I told you this, but we were thinking about booking a trip for my birthday, which is New Year's Eve, and. It was just crazy. The prices were just crazy, man, for for the holiday weekend. So we decided to push it back till next spring. Then we'll yeah. make our next uh, adventure down to the Smokies. <laughs> yeah, us too, man. We're <laughs> I don't think we'll be going in November anytime soon. There's everybody wants to go to the Smokies and see Dollywood and see the Christmas lights and stuff. And it, and I think all the kids were out of school because of Thanksgiving. So it was crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. But it is a good time for all the holiday spirit, man, with all these Christmas albums dropping. That's right. There's a bunch of uh, Christmas uh, country stuff that's came out this year. Um, we were just talking about what Josh Turner's got a new album. Yeah, Josh Turner, Kojo, Kojo, uh, man, re-release of uh, Randy Travis's Christmas album with some unheard tracks. Yep, absolutely. So a it's, a, it's his cover of "New Kid in Town." That's an mm-hmm. amazing song, and he sings it amazing. That is that's awesome. Oh, dude, for sure. One of my favorites I've been listening to off these new Christmas albums is Cody Johnson's cover of If We Make It Through December. It's one of my favorites. Classic song by, by Kojo there. Oh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Merle Haggard. So, That's yeah, right. That's a- I know that Dan and Shay's a little bit off of uh, what we normally listen to, but they, <laughs> they do do Christmas pretty well. They've got a new Christmas song called Officially Christmas. Have really? you heard that one? I have not. I have not. It's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty poppy, but it's pretty good. They've got good vocals, man. I'll give it to them. They, they, they do. Sing. I know it's not our what we normally would listen to or talk about, but I'll, I'll give it a chance. That's right. Give anything a chance, but the music world's been crazy. There's been a lot going on since we last recorded. I think our last episode we had Kurt on and did the CMA predictions, and I feel like in the past three or four weeks, so much news has just dropped as far as like tour announcements, uh, Luke Combs winning Entertainer of the Year, which was awesome. That's right, man. Big congrats to Luke. He announced a stadium tour for next year. Crazy. We've got tickets to. We're definitely going to one of them, but we might go to two of them. We've got tickets to two of the shows right now. Do we? Oh yeah, Ohio yeah. and uh, yeah. I <laughs> and keep forgetting Ohio is technically a stadium show. Yeah, yeah it was Atlanta, technically the first. The first one. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, we're definitely gonna be there. That's a. Uh, that's only an hour and forty minutes north of me. I'll definitely be at that one. And then Atlanta will be. I want to be there, <laughs> but with country concert in Fort Laramie, Ohio that month, and then Luke in Columbus that month, and then. Luke in Atlanta that month. That's going to be hard to swing, but <laughs> it'll be a hell of a month if we can make it happen. <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. The Atlanta, he's, they sold Atlanta out quick. You know, Atlanta's got probably 10 million people down there, so I figured that that would be a, a, a good market to try these stadium shows in. But, I mean, they sold it out real fast. Yeah, it's uh, Cody Johnson, Zach Bryan, and uh, Morgan Wade, right, opening? Yep. And yep. then – at the Ohio show, it's going to be not Cody Johnson, it'll be Cody Jenks, Morgan Wade, Cameron Marlowe, and, and Zach, Zach Bryan. Bryan. Yeah. yeah. Which I think we talked about that on the last episode, I'm not sure. But but yeah, so that'll be rocking lineups for sure. I would guess, I mean, this, like you said, this is the time of year to start announcing some big tours for next year. And Luke has got, I think, a couple more weekends of, uh, of this tour. And then he's already announced the Canadian tour for early next year and then the stadium show. So... I'm sure he'll probably end up adding some more shows for next year, I would think. Yeah. Then he just had his 12th consecutive number one single at Country Radio. 
He did, man. Seventh number one off of this album. This is uh, first album in the history of country music with seven number ones off of it. It's uh, that's pretty, that's pretty crazy, it's man. Historic, man. It is absolutely. Speaking of historic, though, Chris Stapleton killed it at the CMAs. You called that. He did. He swept everything except for uh, Luke taking the entertainer. Yeah, I was thinking he might go uh, go all the way and sweep it, but I, we were definitely happy to see Luke get that. Yeah, I mean, you know, Stapleton had had the record out last year, so uh, I figured between the album and, uh, and and he's been touring a lot and stuff, so I figured that he was it was going to be a big night for him. I predicted Luke to get Entertainer, but I was still really surprised when they called his name. As I, was I, I think he was too. Repeat, but yeah, oh yeah, he was shocked. You could tell. It was so funny when he got up there. He's like, Alan Jackson said my name twice. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. But yeah, good for Luke, man. He We both know that he puts on a heck of a show. So Absolutely. What's, uh, well I mean, there's some other pretty huge uh, tour news that's been going on the last couple of weeks since we recorded last. Man, Morgan Wallen is going on tour officially. I know he's been doing these pop-up shows here and there, but he officially announced a full tour. So that has been uh, really crazy in the country music world, depending on how you look at it. Because one, the shows are selling out so fast for the most part, and two, yeah. people are not really loving the ticket prices, and not just <laughs> the scalped prices. The face value prices are even kind of up there for your average show. So yeah, for uh, sure, some people are kind of po'd about that. I think uh, I had bought some tickets for the one in Lexington and. I resold them for face value to a friend just because we wound up not being able to go. But I think it was they were like 112 bucks a piece after fees for a nosebleed seat. <laughs> and yep. you can go see Luke Combs for 35 bucks for a nosebleed seat. You know, so it's just kind of I don't know. I didn't mind paying it. I love going to concerts. I think Morgan's awesome. I didn't care to pay it, and you know, but I know for some people that's quite a bit of money to that are used to paying that 25, 35 dollar ticket price. So. But they're selling them out, man. He's selling tickets. He's the hottest. Yeah, it's thing something right like a hundred shows already announced for next year, or something just just crazy. Oh, I mean, it's, it's a ton, yeah. and it's yeah. uh, him, Hardy, and Larry Fleet at most shows, right? Yeah, I think so. I think there's some where the supporting act isn't announced. I might be wrong on that. I'm not sure. I don't know, but I know it's Larry Fleet, Hardy, and Morgan for the most part. Yeah, Hardy's coming right off of the Aldine tour, going right on tour with Morgan. Man, it's. He's been, yeah, they're both going to be busy for sure, man. That's yeah. good for them, though. I mean, it's awesome. I'm glad they're able to do that and sell out. Yeah, and seat. you're going to see Morgan next year at a country concert. I mean, he's going to be any and everywhere that somebody wants to see him next year. He's doing the amphitheaters, doing the arenas, it's uh, doing the festivals. festivals. <laughs> he's doing it <laughs> doing all, it, man. Doing it all. But like we've talked about, I mean, this is the first huge headlining tour that he's been able to do. So, I mean, it's it'll be a wild time, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, it was kind of a bummer getting rid of my Lexington tickets, but I was like, eh, I'll catch him next summer when he's at Country Concert in Ohio, so I'll be looking forward to that for sure. I think I've got I've got tickets for Friday right now. I don't have tickets for Saturday, but I would say that there's a good chance I'll, I'll end up going <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> yeah, we just bought the two-day for Friday and Saturday because Thursday would just be too much to try to swing three days, but uh, yeah, definitely going to be there Friday and Saturday. That's cool, man. Absolutely, man. But folks, our main objective to talk about tonight is Dylan Carmichael's latest project, Son of a, and it is really good. It is really, really, really good. I mean, this, you know, Dylan is, he's kind of a younger, up-and-coming guy that, I mean, he's been putting music out for a while, but he's definitely caught our attention. We had the chance to see him, when was that, Joey? That was February of this year, right? Down at Rep Arena? Uh, it was, For the yeah. Acoustic at Jam 2? Yep. Yeah, and he was a surprise fill-in at the last minute. 
Yeah, wasn't it supposed to be Lauren Elena that was supposed to be there, I think? It was. He, she, she got, got COVID. COVID. And, yeah, so yeah. Dylan had to fill in for her, and my gosh, dude, he rocked it. He did. I think, uh, at least for me, I think that, I mean, I had heard a lot of his other stuff, but that night definitely took my interest of him up another notch because he was amazing live. Oh, dude, absolutely. And, I mean, he grew up in Kentucky, too, so he's a local guy so somewhat because I think even during the show he was talking about how he grew up down the road, which I don't know how far down the road is, but, you know. Sure, yeah. grew up pretty close to Rupp and pretty cool to see him there. And that was the first time I'd seen him live or heard a lot of those songs that he played, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Because some of them were actually just off this new project. But yeah, man, he uh, has some country music roots, so to speak. He does. Tell uh, us about that. Yeah, he is the nephew of both John Michael Montgomery and Eddie Montgomery of Montgomery Gentry. So uh, country <laughs> music runs deep in his bloodline for sure. Absolutely, um, man. Yeah, but I mean, he, you know, he started playing music at a very young age and would do like talent shows in the area. And then when he was 18, he was contacted by a representative of a Song Factor publishing company who encouraged him to move down to Nashville after graduating high school. And in 2018, that's when he hooked up with Dave Cobb, who produced his debut album, Hell on an Angel. And that was in 2018. And he really has been putting out a few different tracks here and there since then, but um, you know, nothing as far as a major project until now. So I don't know. I'm a huge fan of it, man. It's really good. I did not know that Dave Cobb had produced the first record. I've done more research on this current record, which Dave Cobb did not produce. That's interesting because, I mean, Dave's obviously, a, he's Stapleton's guy, and he's uh, produced a lot of more stripped-down kind of stuff. And, and uh, Dylan, I mean, this new record... Every song on this record could be a radio single. I mean, it is. It's melodic. He sounds amazing. Great mm. songs. I need to go back and listen to that first record a little bit more. I've listened to it, but I haven't given it a, a ton of time. Yeah, same here. I've listened to it over the past few days, and it's good too, man. I mean, yeah. God, it's crazy how much he sounds like Eddie. <laughs> like, oh, gosh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can tell a difference. Like they don't, I don't think they sound exactly the same, but there's a very, very close resemblance to their voice, and it's just so cool. But um, It is, man. I mean, it's you just wonder if that helps him or if it, if it hurts him. You know, because, I mean, mm-hmm. the second you hear him open his mouth, you can tell that he is Eddie Montgomery's, you know, relative. Yeah. He definitely, I think it's, he's got like a, Eddie had more of like a grit, kind of like outlaw kind of sound, and Dylan's got more of like a deeper, like, um, like soulful kind of sound, but they but they sound so similar. Yeah. He definitely has some booming deep vocals, too. And, he does, man. Shoot, man. Uh, There's some great vocals on this record. And the instrumentation's got like that southern rock kind of vibe to it too, you know. So yeah. but yeah, I love the lyrics, man, that are on this project. I love the instrumentation, the production. I mean it's actually, believe it or not, it's a sleeper album in my opinion. It's probably one of my favorites that came out this year. Oh yeah, I mean, I liked it and then when we decided we were gonna do this episode, I've spent the last, you know, week listening to it a lot and it's it's killer, man. I mean it's mm-hmm. really it took me a second because his voice is just so recognizable that mm-hmm. I had to listen to the songs a couple of times to really find you know which ones that I liked the most. But I don't think there's a bad track on this record. No, not at all, man. But like we do, guys, we always rank our top fives off of every project that we talk about. So we can go ahead and jump into that. We, uh, If you're new here, we appreciate you tuning in. But we rank our least favorite to most favorite, which typically our top five, we like them all. So um, That's right. 
just have to rank them in some sort of order, but uh, we can go ahead and kick that off, man. I'll start. Go for it. Uh, number five, I've got Man Made a Bar. Oh, man. I love that song. I think it's an awesome song, man. Super, good super one. good. Uh, again, good lyrics, and uh, his vocal is just top-notch on that track. Absolutely, man. That's a um, Shane McAnally and Luke Laird co-wrote that with John Party, who... John has been a huge kind of influence and kind of really helped Dylan. I think he produced about half of these tracks. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. I read that actually. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's a good it's one. Crazy. What do you have at number five, man? Number five, I have got Hose Water. Ooh, that's a good one. Just that classic, you know, life used to be easier, better kind of uh, country <laughs> theme that a lot of people have, but it's a good one. Very like nostalgic feeling. Yeah, for for sure. And he played that at uh, the Acoustic Jam in Lexington. That was that was one that really stuck out to me when he played it. I was like, man, that's good. Yeah. Uh, but number four, I've got a, it's, it's a fun one. I've got Paychecks and Long Necks. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> it's a jam. What, what, do th- what do you think of that one? It's fun, man. It's a jam. Uh, it basically just talks about how paychecks and buy long necks that lead to uh, other things. So <laughs> it's just a really fun, catchy, like upbeat song. So. I really like it a lot. I've caught myself going back to it quite often. Yep, it's a good one. What do you have at uh, number four? Uh, number four, I've got one of the ones that was off the kind of early EP that, that it's been out for a while, but it, but this one has stuck with me. It's uh, Big Truck. <laughs> oh, dude, yes. That's a good one. It's a good one. He co-wrote that one with David Lee Murphy, and it's uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's definitely talking about a big old boy, which uh, which D- <laughs> Dylan is. He's a... Yeah. He's a similar to Stapleton and Luke that he's a he's a real dude he's not he's not cramming into some skinny jeans <laughs> right and I love that song man because I'm a big guy too so I can relate to a lot of things he like a lot of the lyrics in that song he's talking about uh something about how she likes to cuddle with my triple x jean jacket and how he's got his 14 double e boots under her bed yeah <laughs> just that's, <laughs> that's relatable so good, to me because I'm a big guy I wear 14 double e boots so um, I don't know it's just uh cool to hear like you said kind of like a realist perspective on country music and things like that so for sure and that's a fun song too it's, it's kind of it quirky is. and funny too uh, well you got a number three number three man i've got uh since you've been in it oh i don't have that one tell me Ooh. about that one yeah i don't know man i think that's just a, a really good song kind of like a lovey-dovey how things are better since you know the girl's been in his life basically is kind of the overall perspective that his world's been better since she's been in it and uh, you know, I love my woman. I think that I can relate to that too, and just a really good, well-written song. That's cool, man. He co-wrote that one with uh, uh, with Ray, Ray Fulcher. Fulcher. Yeah. yeah, Daniel Ross, Michael David Whitworth, Ray Fulcher, and Dylan. Some That's really awesome. good writers. Yeah, on he's that got one. looking at the track listing. Dylan co-wrote on over half these. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. You don't always see that, so it's really good to see uh, an artist that's actually writing their own stuff and singing it. So. Yep, for sure. I mean, when you look at this track listing, he's got the heavy hitters of writing in Nashville. I mean, for somebody that would probably still be considered kind of a new artist, I mean, he's got all the big names on on Hardy's got a couple tracks. I mean, uh, Ben Hayslip, Jesse Alexander, James McNair, Ray Fulcher, like we said, Casey Bethard from, you know, Eric Fame, David Lee Murphy. I mean, it's the, it's the who's who of Nashville. But yeah, that's what I had. Uh, what did you have at number three? Number three, I've got the title track and the current single, uh, "Son of a." Nice. He's got that deep voice, and he and it just carries a song a song like this. I mean, this is a this is a family song. This is a kind of a an ode to 
owed to your parents and owed, owed to your dad of, you know, they're going to try to keep you on the, on the right track, even whenever you might not want them to. Yeah. And uh, this whole record and a lot of the stuff that has came out this year is just a throwback to 90s and to early 2000s when country music was about, you know, life and family. And, and this song's kind of uh, very uh, typical of that. Yeah. And that is why I had it at number two. It is a very good song. Uh, I I really love the message behind it because it starts out how, you know, he's pissed off and is calling his dad names and slams his bedroom door and everything. And then his dad walks in and says he wants to, you know, he could call him a few names too, but you're son of a mama, son of a dad. And basically just talks about how they love him and they're going to do what they got to do to raise him the right way. And I think that's just a really good message. So back to the... It's a good one. Yeah, absolutely, man. What do you have at number two? Number two, I have got uh, the last one that they tried uh, at radio, which was Hot Beer. Ooh, that's a fun one, dude. It's just a fun one, man. And I am shocked that that did not take off more than it did. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to... You know, he's on Riser House Records, which is not a huge label. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what it's going to take to get him to to that next level because, I mean, he's got the voice, he's got the look, he's got the right people behind him, he's... He's got family that's that knows everybody in the industry. Like I said, all these songs are great. I mean, oh yeah. Hopefully, this project helps you know propel him up a little bit because it's it's definitely fantastic. If you guys haven't checked it out, definitely take the time to go listen to this album. I don't think you'll regret it at all. Yeah. But number one, man. What you got? Can I get a drum roll, please? Thank you. Number one, I've got. Hose water. Oh, there we go. That, again, just like I said a little bit ago, this was the one that kind of really stuck out to me at Rep Arena when he played it. It just like, I don't know, it was just really relatable to me and kind of how I grew up out in like the middle of nowhere, small little villagey type rural town. And, um, you know, gas was cheap when it was hot. You got a drink out of the water hose in the backyard. I don't know, man, it just really took me back to my childhood when I heard it and uh, just one that I've really listened to quite often. So it's an awesome uh, one, man. Definitely your small town living type of song. And I just really, really think it's a good storytelling track. So um, that is why I've got it at number one, man. What do you have? Number one, I had, um, man made a bar, man. That's a good one. It is, man. I'm when I was listening to it over and over and over when I was listening to all the tracks over and over, the melody on this one and just the story and his vocals, I was just like, man, this dude is a star. Like they've, I mean, he, you know, you just never know. We talk about it all the time. You don't know where where these careers are going and stuff. But I mean, when you listen to the whole record, but when you listen, when I listen to this song in particular and and Hosewater and Son of a, I'm just like, this is really good music that Dylan has put out here. And, uh, I mean, I'm going to keep going back to this record. This is definitely not something that I will forget about and not listen to again. I mean, I'm this whole you. top five that I had is really good, man. I mean, and there's other ones on here that are really good. Oh, dude, absolutely. And this, uh, it's funny because I actually uh, noticed that he was, I went to his merch store just like kind of on a whim. And uh, I saw that if you pre-ordered the record, he was like autographing them or whatever. And I, and if you remember back to, to when we talked about before, I did the same thing for Chris Young, but I actually pre-ordered Dylan's like a physical copy of it and uh, got a signed copy in the mail. So got that up there with my uh, other country music memorabilia. But that's right, uh, pretty cool. But yeah, this is this is definitely a record I'll go back to time and time again, and I hope it really sees the light that it deserves because I mean it's it's a super good project, man. Yeah, this I'm is- glad that he 
put out a full project because a lot mm-hmm. of new artists just keep putting out two songs, three songs. Like, you know, this is like a full project that you get to really understand what kind of music he wants to make. And when he does shows, he's got a ton of songs he can play now, you know? Yeah. And I mean, it's country, you know? It's not like poppy. I mean, it's it's real, just good yeah. country music. What would you say you would give it rating-wise? Rated out of five, man. I'm, I'm going on a limb, man. I'm going to give five out of five. I think this project was perfect for Dylan. I think it suited his voice and vocals well. I think the instrumentation, again, was phenomenal. Um, I think it definitely, like you said, every song feels like it could be a hit. So I'm, I'm going to go with five out of five, man. What about you? I'm going to give it a four and a half. Just because you know there are a couple other releases from this year that I probably would put above it. Um, we'll sure. see when we do our year our year end list. Um, but for a new artist coming out of the gate like this, I mean, I know he's put out another record before this, but that was kind of just at the very beginning of his career. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is really good. I would say the one surprise that I have, and I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this, but probably what five or six months before the record came out, he put out Solid Logs which got a lot of attention for him and it's kind of a <laughs> it's kind of an interesting <laughs> interesting song but he did not include that on the album. Um, yeah. I don't which I, I'm I don't know. I'm surprised cuz that song got probably got him more attention than any of the other songs that that he had released. Right. Yeah, now I'm with you and I I was kind of confused why it was on the the record as well. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely a, a fun one for sure. And I, I remember when he played that at Rupp Arena, too. That was freaking hilarious because everybody was getting into it and laughing. And yeah, for sure. a super funny, funny good song for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I'm not sure why I didn't make it on the record. I thought the uh, the play on words was hilarious. And if you guys haven't heard that, definitely go listen to that one, too. It's, it's pretty funny. But it's actually a really good track, though. It is. But, yeah, man, did you have any honorable mentions you want to throw out there on the, off the record? I think... We've talked about a lot of them. Well, I'm kind of surprised I didn't put Somewhere She Ain't on my top five because it's just mm-hmm. a it's a slow, sad country song. Yeah. And uh, it came out early, too. It was on the on the EP that came out early. And so I've been listening to that one for a while. So maybe that's why that one didn't stick with me. But it's, a, it's right a good now. one. Yeah, that's a really good one. I had a Family Tree and a Big Truck for my honorables that, I, that almost made it in my top five off the record. That's good, man. Big truck again, super funny, comical, fun play on words, relatable to me. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but yeah, man. Overall, I think it's definitely a solid project for Dylan. I think it's going to do well for him. And again, if you guys haven't got a chance to listen to it, definitely go check it out. It's titled "Son of a" by Dylan Carmichael. So go check for it sure, out for sure, man. We're going to be following him um, with everything he does for sure. Oh yeah, man. I'm, I was trying to see if he's doing any shows coming up anytime soon, kind of near us, and I haven't been able to find anything just yet. So I'm gonna keep my eyes peeled on his socials and see if we can uh, catch a show next year or something like that. That'd be fun. That's right. We've we've both got a bunch of shows for next year already lined up. Man, well, I've, gosh, I've got I don't even know. <laughs> so hard to keep track of everything. I think I've got uh, Cody Johnson in January. I'm trying to get some tickets to see Eric Church again in February, so we'll see how that goes. You'll get them. Oh, I'm sure, probably. Uh, taking the wife to see Dylan Scott in March. And then we've got the Ohio Luke Show, Atlanta Country Concert. <laughs> oh, uh, Connor Smith, I'm gonna, we're going to go see him. It's going to be an action-packed year of uh, concerts. So. It is, man. I'm looking right here. If I go to that Connor Show, I've got one, two... Three, four, five, six. I have seven shows in January and February. Chewy. 
You got I mean, that's me. crazy. You got me beat. I was trying to get some Colby Cooper tickets for February too, man. Trying to talk you into going. <laughs> Keep talking to me. You'll probably convince me. <laughs> we'll probably wind up in one of them. Yeah. I've never had to have a calendar where I mark everything down for January and February. That's usually the downtime. <laughs> but I've got Reba and Winona and Darius. I've got Ashley McBride. I've got Kojo. I have Chris Jansen with Ray Fulcher. Man. Whew. Connor Smith. It's going to be a wild time, man. Yeah, man. We'll see if you make it to all of them. <laughs> you should. I'm gonna try. Heck yeah, man. But yeah, Absolutely. I'm sure there'll be more shows announced too. And Riverbend here in Cincinnati will do their little mega ticket lineup that they do every summer. I'm sure. So we'll be. I, I guarantee it'll be Jason Aldean, Luke Bryan, Thomas Rhett, and a couple other yep. headliners. <laughs> it seems like that's the the repeat every year. Dirk Bentley, it'll maybe. Be, yeah, it'll be those guys for sure. We'll see. I'd like to see Luke Combs do it, man, but I don't. I don't know if he's gonna. He doesn't really headline in Cincinnati ever. It's either Kentucky or Columbus, so we'll see. We will see. We'll be there if he's close. That's for sure. Yeah, most definitely, man. But that's us catching up and talking a little bit about Dylan Carmichael tonight, guys. I didn't really have anything else, man. Did you have anything else? Any final thoughts you want to throw out there? No, it's just getting close to the end of the year, so I'm working on my year-end list. And I did see that the Grammy nominations came out today, and Luke. Uh, Luke and Stapleton are both up for Best Country Vocal at the Grammys for Forever After All and uh, Starting Over. Nice. I also heard, I'm not sure what exactly the category was, but I heard uh, Tyler Childers, Sturgill Simpson, and uh, Billy Strings were nominated for some Grammys too. Yeah, I think. Folk Album of the Year or something Well, it's weird because one of them got nominated. I think Sturgill got nominated for Best Country Album. Mm. But then I think Billy Strings either folk or Americana. I don't know. There's so many categories yeah. in the Grammys. It's it's hard to keep track of. Yeah, so we'll we'll definitely keep tabs on that and see how that kind of turns out. That's right, man. I'm ready for a new Tyler Childers album, man. I know he just put out that long violent history. What that was last year, I think. Yeah, but it only had what one one song with vocals. Yeah, it was like a pretty much a full instrumental album, which it sounded great. But definitely would like to see another like. Uh, vocal album from him you know but i'd like to catch a children's show actually so hopefully he get hit, you know announces a tour in the next year or so yeah for sure but yeah man that's all i got you guys go follow us on social media we're everywhere you can find us on tiktok instagram facebook google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, spotify youtube you name it just search country convos and you'll be able to find us everywhere guys thank you so much for tuning in we appreciate that and as always until next time keep a country and take care of each other